Cue the intro. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Dashing D. It's Ms. and Mrs. Podcast. Back for another week. What's going on? I'm happy to be here. I really am. I There's a lot going on in the news and, you know, there's that global pandemic we've been dealing with for four months. <laughs> there's just a lot um, happening right now. And I'm just so happy to be alive and so happy to be, you know, as healthy as possible. And um, I'm grateful that my family is well. My friends are well. Everybody seems to be thriving considering all these unfortunate circumstances. Um, And so to our listeners, I hope that you all are staying in good spirits and staying in good health because uh, it's important now more than ever to be in a good space and I also want to wish you good mental health because I think that with with everything going on in the world right now and the the shit storm that is the year 2020 maintaining good mental health is is difficult for all of us um and probably some of us more so than others so just remember If you haven't heard from somebody in a while and you know that that person is usually a chatterbox, hit them up. Just check on them. Find out if they're doing okay. Check on your family members. Um, You know, check on your friends. I know it's hard. We all got a lot of shit going on. Some people don't even know how they're going to pay their rent this month. Um, So I get it. Sometimes we don't have it to give, but... I think right now the world just needs a little bit more love and kindness and tenderness. So spread it around. It's so easy to give. Um, Spread it around. Life update. I'm having old people pains. I don't know where these aches and pains are coming from in my body. I'm sure it has something to do with the fact that I'm a lot more sedentary now that I'm in the house a lot more but I be getting up and like my ankle feels stiff my knee don't feel right I mean granted I did have a problem with my knee way back when but I went to physical therapy and fixed that problem you know so every now and again there's a little residual whatever but do y'all get old people pains because Oh my gosh, as I go deeper into my 30s, the aches are there. They are there. My shoulder was hurting two days ago for like no reason at all, all day, all damn day. And I was like, okay, was it the way I slept? But I don't think so. I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but good luck to us all. If y'all having aches and pains, listen, uh, God bless you. And I hope, 
I hope that it gets better because, girl, let me tell you, this shit is for the birds. Also, to get me through the week, I watched Indian Matchmaking on Netflix. I don't even know how to describe this experience. It was hilarious. It's like... It reminds me of a show, but I can't... I can't think of... If you've ever seen Married at First Sight, it's like... No, that's not... No, I don't think that would be it. If you've ever seen Millionaire Matchmaker, (laughs) if you've ever seen that, it's kind of along those lines, but it's Indian matchmaking. So there's an Indian matchmaker who is trying to find matches for Indian singles. This show is fascinating in so many ways because there are there are a lot of biases and i even some of the biases were very recognizable because being from a caribbean family there's a lot of nuance when it comes to dating and what your family will accept um Granted, this is a whole, a completely different situation because the basis of this is arranged marriage. So they don't necessarily have to get married right away or anything like that. And, and arranged doesn't necessarily mean that they don't know each other. It just means that someone is putting two people together. So there's this one chick, Aparna. A partner don't like nobody and a partner don't like nothing. Okay? A partner can't stand anything about anything. It is nuts to watch, but fascinating nonetheless because she doesn't see anything wrong with it. Meanwhile, they're like, hey, you're a little rigid. She's like, no, no, I'm not. No, if I don't like it, I shouldn't like it. And you know what? I respect her because a lot of us, including myself, sometimes make compromises on shit that we just don't want to compromise on. I think over the years I've gotten better at saying what I don't want and living in my truth enough to say when I'm not comfortable with something. But there are moments where... I kind of find myself waiting to see if how something will play out, even though I know that it's not necessarily something that I want to deal with when it comes to dating. So I admire her for being like, nah, he, what did she say? There was a man who, uh, he was a podcaster and he seemed to be uh, pretty successful at it. And had some other freelance type of um, entrepreneurial type of businesses. And she was just like, nah, he don't sound like he has a future ahead of him. And I just, 
I was like, okay, girl, but what are you, what are you talking about? So I just think it's really fascinating. And again, it kind of makes you think about what you would do and what you would compromise on. Um, yeah, and it made me think about my own my own dating experiences and experiences that I'm currently having and trying to navigate. Um, more on that later because, you know, again, trying to keep my shit off of the podcast. But, yeah. Yeah. Also, I read something on the internet people are going around on the internet talking about toxic traits and one of the toxic traits that someone listed was I don't even really think they were talking about themselves but they were saying y'all do realize that ghosting is a toxic trait right and I wanted to bring that up because I'm pretty sure somebody else I was getting to know just ghosted me it's been like over a week since I've heard from the person and I don't think I'm gonna hear from them again um but that shit is toxic I know I talk about it all the time and I let y'all know that I don't like it I hate ghosting and I think it's stupid but when you really think about it it is toxic as fuck I mean, and why do we do that? Why do we feel like we can't just say what we want to say? Or, hey, I'm not feeling this. Is that so wrong? Is that like, what is it about saying I'm not interested that gets people? That that people can't bring themselves to say that. I guess it's the, is it that you don't want someone else to feel rejected? And no one wants to feel rejected. So, I mean, at all. I just, I don't, I don't like being rejected any more than the next person. Although, if you go back to uh, the Lost Co-Host episode from a few weeks back, uh, (laughs) you will learn my uh, my usual normal very commonplace reaction to being rejected but no one likes to be rejected so I could understand feeling like you don't want to put somebody in that space but I also think that as adults we should allow ourselves the agency to speak freely You don't have to be shitty towards someone. You don't have to curse them out. You don't have to tell them off. You don't have to be mean or degrading or disrespectful. You could just be like, hey, you know, this was cool for what it was, but I just don't really think I want to continue to pursue this. If they ask why, it's up to you to decide whether you want to tell them why or if you just want to move on. I've spoken my piece and this is it. We overuse the block button and we don't use our voices enough. Just my take on ghosting. But I thought it was interesting that somebody listed it as a toxic trait. Because, yeah, I agree. 
I agree. There was also another toxic trait that was listed where I had to take a double look at it because I was like, ooh, shit, this is me. It says, my toxic trait is detachment. I grew up distant, so it's easy for me to lose interest and cut ties. I could miss the shit out of you, but never talk to or speak on you again. Yeah, that's me. Although, growing up distant, I don't know if that's what it is, because, you know, I grew up in a fairly loving home, and... I'm close with my parents and my siblings, so I don't I don't really know that that is the issue, but I do this. I do this. It is very easy for me to detach from almost anyone, especially if you do some shit I don't like or if you do something hurtful. It is very easy for me to walk away and just never even consider you again. And yes, miss the shit out of you. Like, I will miss you so much. I will think about you all day long, but I will not at all reach out. That willpower is strong. It's it's just, you know, I just talk myself down and I'm like, well, you can miss them, but you can't fuck with them no more. That is so real. That is... That is so real. So. I'm a work in progress though. I mean. I be giving people second chances and stuff now. (laughs) Young Dion. Young Dion would have been like. Fuck you. (laughs) Get out of here. I never want to hear from you again. Or see you again. But I feel like grown up D is very. Very much interested in seeing things through and learning that you have to work through some shit in order to progress in relationships. You can't just run every time something goes wrong or someone does something you don't like. You'll end up friendless and without romantic relation relationships and you'll even end up losing family members if that is how you operate. So... I've definitely grown a lot and I've had to be very deliberate about not being that person, not so easily detaching from people, but giving them an opportunity to show me that um, there's more between us than just a quick fuck you and I'm out, you know? There's still some people that just need to be cut out of your life, of course. But my sense of discernment is a lot better now than it was when I was a teenager, than when I was in my 20s. (laughs) There would be quite a few people that wouldn't be in my life right now if I didn't get over that. So... But again, it's something I have to actively work on and I have to actively recognize and be aware of. And it it definitely is toxic, but you got to do better. If you know better, you can do better. So that's where I'm at with that. Anyway, 
Do y'all remember Big Tigger? He used to host Rhapsody. The, he used to host Rhapsody in the Basement um, a long, long, long time ago on BET. Um, so Shay Room reposted him a couple days ago where he posted a photo of a receipt and it basically says that a guy proposes to his girl and instead of giving her a ring hands her a receipt for $70,000 where he paid off her student loans it also says that she still wanted a ring and so of course he posed the question what does this mean like is she dumb is it smart how do we feel about this i just want to point out that if anyone wants to pay off my student loans you call me send me a text send me an email dm i can send you my address if you would like to speak to me in person um I'm going to accept that proposal. I'm just, just me. I'm accepting the proposal. Like if you come to me and say, here is a receipt from Discover Student Loans, I'm going to be like, oh, what? I mean, what do you, like, what do you need me to do? Do you need me to, I'll take off my clothes right now. Like, should I drop my panties? Like, what do you, what would you like? Anything you want. Should I make you dinner? Are you hungry? Do you want breakfast for dinner? Because we could do that too. Like, whatever you want, I got it. I'll give it to you right now. Whatever you need. You want me to marry you? I'll marry you right now. Like, today. Remember we talked about surprise weddings? I would take the surprise wedding. Because to have that off my back? Oh my gosh. And that feels like love. I don't, that feels like love. But, but, doesn't necessarily mean that there shouldn't be a ring. So, here's the thing. For me, if you come to me and you give me this receipt and you say, I paid off your student loan, you don't have to worry about that no more. We're starting with a clean slate. It's good for me, it's good for you, because... If you marry me, you marry my debt. So paying off my debt just kind of puts us on a level playing field. But I don't think I would require the ring at that point. I think I would even go so far as to buy my own ring if I really wanted one. I just, something about this gesture feels so grandiose that... I wouldn't feel comfortable looking for a ring after that. I might want one. I I like the idea of wearing a ring because of what it symbolizes. But but also like an engagement ring and a wedding band are two different things. So I guess this would mean that I would forego the engagement ring, but then wouldn't we wear wedding bands? So is it that 
big of a deal. I guess you can't then run to all your girlfriends and go, oh my gosh, I got engaged. Look at my ring. And, you know, there's no IG moment happening. So I can see... I can see where someone would want the pomp and circumstance of a ring because then you can show it off and show the world. But this engagement is not for the world. So I think I would end up buying my own ring. I wouldn't even feel comfortable asking for a ring at that point. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, if you have spoken to this man and told this man that you were adamant about having an engagement ring, you should get the engagement ring that you want or at least uh, an engagement ring that makes you happy. But I just feel like one far exceeds and outweighs the other. And I don't Again, I would rather than go out and buy my own ring if it's really just for show and just for the symbolism of it all. Like, I just can't see a better way of a man professing his love to me than paying off my student loan. Like, when I tell you... (laughs) (sighs) Pay off my student loan. Don't buy me a ring. Don't buy me a ring. I don't need it. I don't need it. Again, I will, whatever you need me to do, you bring that receipt to me. You, you want me to drop my drawers right here. You want to, what do you want? What do you want us to do? What do you need me to do? Do you want to get married right now? Do you want to go to the justice of the peace? Like what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Cause we could do that right now. Cause. Hmm. Yes. I am with it. I am so, so with it, but I understand I understand not uh, not being totally cool with that. And that's cool, too. And then it made me think of just rings in general, engagement rings. And, you know, I've always imagined that I, if I got engaged, I would, there would be a ring. I've never... I've never not wanted a ring, I'll be honest. Um, The one time I did think that I was getting very close to marriage and was having those conversations with my significant other, we discussed the whole ring thing. I was very vocal about what I would want it to look like. And y'all know I'm I'm particular as fuck. Like, I don't... (laughs) and controlling as fuck so like you know uh, I was I had to I had to put it out there just in case because I didn't want him to get it wrong but you know that didn't even work out so it don't even matter it don't even matter but I think that there's a deeper conversation here because everybody has mixed feelings on whether you should have an engagement ring, whether you shouldn't, whether you should wear a wedding band or not. I'm all for the engagement ring thing. I think it's cute. Um, I know that in the grand scheme of things, like a marriage can happen without a ring. It doesn't, you don't need it. But again, I do appreciate the symbolism of it. 
uh, when I walk out the house and I have this ring on, people know that I am married, you know? Um, so I like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never had a problem with that. I know some people feel very strongly, mostly men. Some people feel very strongly about not wearing a ring and yeah, I don't, I've never felt that way. I know I have a friend of mine who is in a relationship, so you know, they're having conversations about their futures and getting married someday and they don't agree. So what happens, like, one of them thinks that an engagement ring is, is totally appropriate. One of them thinks, eh, this is not necessary. What do you do when that happens? Like, what do you do when one person wants that and the other doesn't? Do you just do you just compromise? Is that is that enough? I mean... I think that you would have to if you want to marry someone and you guys don't agree on something as, I don't want to call it insignificant, but in the grand scheme of things, the ring is the small part of it, right? So couldn't we compromise and figure something out that makes sense? I guess the real question is, what would that compromise be? What would it look like? How do we... I mean, it seems simple enough because, again, it's not the most important thing. So I'm sure that there is some sort of resolution that you can come to but I don't I can't even really imagine what that would be um yeah I don't know and I dated a guy a while back uh who we were having a conversation one day about marriage and engagement and all of that stuff and he revealed to me that he would buy me a ring, he would buy me an engagement ring, but he would not, he had no intentions of wearing a ring once he was married. And I was confused. (laughs) I was like, okay, so what does this mean exactly? So I'm going to wear this ring and you are not. He said, yeah, no, I'm like totally with you having a ring and, uh, you know, he's telling me all this. He wants to go to some vintage place and blah, 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 and all that jazz. And, you know, the ring needs to be unique and something that you've never seen before and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, he's like, I don't feel like I should have to wear a ring. Like, I don't think that a ring is necessary for me. So I asked the question, why why am I wearing a ring and you're not wearing a ring? And he's like, well, historically, men didn't wear rings. And so, you know, if I'm wearing a ring, you're wearing a ring. Okay? If you're not going to wear a ring, I'm not wearing a ring. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Whatever it is you do (laughs) is what I'm going to do. So, I mean, that's where that conversation ended. It didn't, I mean, we were nowhere near marriage, so it didn't even matter. But 
it confused me. I was like, I just don't, well, you know, historically, but, but they, you know, those dudes, right? You know, the ones who, who will, will bullshit something just because, or like know a fact about something. And then that's it. Like they gonna they willing to die on that hill because they learned something that nobody else knew. Um, basically they gaslight the fuck out of you. I'm pretty sure that's what this was. But, yeah, I don't, I mean, ugh. Ugh, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. We could get tattoos. We could get, what else do people do? People do all kinds of shit. Um, that I can't think of right now. I would be willing to get a tattoo instead of a ring. I mean, it's more permanent. And I lose things, so... Don't trust me with a ring, honestly. Because there's a huge possibility that I might lose the ring. And then what? Then what do we do? Yo, what happens if you lose your engagement ring? I mean, it should be insured. But like on some on some careless shit. You could get into, yeah, that sounds like an argument waiting to happen. So maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't wear a ring. Um, Cause I can't be trusted with nice things. I don't know. I don't know. But back to the matter at hand, pay my student loan. Don't even like, let's, we don't even need to have a conversation about it. I'm saying it right here. I'm saying it right now. Come to me with the receipt from my student loan and we don't ever have to talk about a ring. We don't. If I want one, then, hey, let's go to the jewelry store and I'll buy the rings. I'll buy both of our rings. But otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's take a break and I'll be right back. All right, so a little update on August Alsina. Um, he has released a song called Entanglements with Rick Ross. Um, if you if you know, then you know that Rick Ross is one of my favorite rappers um, and has been for, I mean, I guess since Deeper Than Rap. Um I listened to it. It almost sounds like he's saying they're still entangled, but I don't I don't know what's happening here. And honestly, I'm okay if all three of them just go away now. Like, let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Like, let's deal with, you know, whatever it is that's going on. Like, we still have Kanye running around the place doing uh campaign rallies and shit that just don't even y'all need to stop bringing up Harriet Tubman okay just leave her out of your conversations nobody needs to hear from you about Harriet Tubman I'm not saying anything else about Kanye um but yeah this is a little strange right no um but do you August Alsina like just I mean profit off of it if that's what you choose to do I just I'm kind of at the point with the story where I really don't care 
Um, but if they insist on prolonging it or if he insists on, you know, making it a thing, um, then I guess, I guess, yeah, do what you do. Another thing we have to get to that is shocking and egregious and I don't even know how there's so many jokes about this flying on the around on the internet and I don't even understand how people are laughing so hard at this. So allegedly and it's as it comes out as it's been coming out over the course of the last few days, allegedly Tory Lanez shot Meg the Stallion. What makes you pull out a gun and shoot at somebody's foot? Like, I don't even... In a vehicle. There's speculation that maybe they were romantically involved. Um, It appears that they were leaving Kylie Jenner's house. Um, they were all hanging out. I don't I don't know why. I don't know if they're friends or whatever. I have no idea and I don't care to inquire about it. But they leave. It's Meg, Tori, and Meg's best friend. They're in a car. There's a video of Meg like walking backwards uh, in the video with like a tr- leaving a trail of blood. Um and the more information that comes out it's all pointing towards Tory. I just want to say I think everybody's losing their fucking mind right now. I think between social injustice, a global pandemic, that feeling of being cooped up cuz now people are outside but they're not all the way outside so there's still a lot of shit you can't do. People are losing their minds and there's a lot, there's a lot happening as a result. Yo, if this fool really shot Meg the Stallion and I'm not denying the claim, I just, again, it's all alleged. We don't really know. What the fuck were you thinking? What were you thinking? I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess we just have to wait and see what happens in the coming days, weeks, months um, to see how this all gets uh, resolved or at least to see what information we actually get on this. But this is nuts. This is... It, freaking insane I I my mind was blown when I was like wait a minute so you mean to tell me that Tory Lanez like chicks tape Tory Lanez shot Meg the Stallion what what does that even mean like how does that happen how I don't know I don't know I need I need more information I need more information I need I need facts um because this shit is 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 insane And there is nothing, 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 nothing okay about this man shooting this woman. Nothing. The who shot your jokes, the all the Twitter bullshit that's happening around this story. 
I don't I just you got you got guys on Twitter saying, Oh look, Tory Lane set the tone for the summer. Shoot the bitch. Are you kidding me? Like is that is that where we're at? Is that y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all don't give a fuck about black women. I, this is why there's a whole campaign going on within within all the other shit going on. There's this whole conversation around protecting black women, supporting black women, taking care of black women and making them feel safe because y'all think it's funny that Tory Lane shot Meg Thee Stallion. I don't allegedly I don't. We got to get it together. We got to get it the fuck together. Because this this ain't it. This ain't it. All right, let's get to Dope and Black, our most recent new segment, uh, where we highlight Black businesses, Black creators, just all things surrounding Black people um, in order to amplify Black voices. So here we go. Dope and Black this week, we have a mixed bag. So the first one is teasinthetrap.com. They make cool teas. I love a graphic tea. So I buy their stuff often. I'm sure uh, if you've seen me or on my Instagram, I'm sure you've seen my tote that I wear just about everywhere um, that says farmers markets yoga and trap music that's from teasing the trap um so and they're black owned so it's a really it's a really cute brand they make different things they make graphic tees primarily but then they have other stuff like um, pins and stickers and they've done collaborations with Issa Rae and Lovey Ajayi so there's there's a lot of variety on the site um it's for men and women uh, so check them out. Um, as always, I will put all of the information in the show notes. Um, the next one is Food Heaven. Um, Food Heaven is actually the actual Instagram account um, for two licensed dietitians. They focus on African-American health and wellness. Um, you can find recipes. You can find uh Cooking hacks. I know I recently uh, saw a video that they put up of um, instead of waiting until you're cooking to cut up your your lemons and limes, um, just jar them, like squeeze them at the at, at the beginning of the week into mason jars, and then you can just measure them out when you need it. I was like, why didn't I ever think of this before? But I have them to thank because. Now, what I do is every Sunday, I squeeze my limes, I squeeze my lemons, and then I don't have to worry about it. It's um, it's very time-saving. So they're good for things like that. They're good for learning how to make quick meals that are also healthy. Um, again, they specialize in health and wellness. So they're good at um, dealing with people who may have uh, specific illnesses, um, so they require certain diets. Um, you can actually reach out to them and um, they can do like nutrition services. So I love this because, you know, a lot of us are always looking for healthier ways to eat um, and time saving hacks are always good. So I would check them out. 
Um, the next one and final one is Magic Finger Studio. Um, Magic Finger Studio is a braiding salon that is owned by a woman named Stasha Harris. And she's really nice. I've met her. She's actually done my hair. Um, they're based in Brooklyn. They have two shops right now, but I just read that she said they're closing one of their locations. So make sure you check that out if you're making an appointment. Um, as we, as things open up and us girls are trying to get our hair done, um, this is a good place to check out. They do really good work. Um, and she is also the creator of a special holding formula for braids uh, for Shine and Jam. So she sells the product right on her website. She also sells it, um, I think it's primarily online. I don't know if you can get it in the store, but um, it's online. She sells other things too, especially during quarantine. She was making these really cool quarantine kits where you could uh, buy a kit that had like a, a one jumbo braid in it and then it came with uh shining shine and jam it came with a comb and bobby pins so you can you can whip a little style up i actually bought one and it was cute it was cute for a while so um and you can even just buy packs of hair if you want to practice doing your hair yourself i know a lot of us have been trying to do that lately so i would definitely check her out she teaches classes lately she's been doing virtual classes to show people how to braid um, she's also been featured in Cosmo, Cosmo, Cosmopolitan magazine. Sorry. Um, they have a segment that they've done in the past called the braid up and she's been featured in that many times. So check her out. Uh, and again, she's a super, super sweet lady and, uh, she's great at doing hair. So definitely check them out. There is construction going on outside of my apartment, so I hope that it hasn't been too noisy this episode, um, but I'm going to close it out here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to the longtime listeners. Thank you to the new listeners. Really appreciate you tuning in, especially with me being by myself lately. Uh, I don't know. How am I doing? Let me know. I want to know. Um, so hit me up on Twitter. Uh, my personal Twitter is no shade though, N O S H D E D O E. Um, you can also reach me at our Ms. and Mrs. Podcast Twitter and Instagram, and we're also um, available via email, Ms. and Mrs. Podcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to you soon. This episode is a little bit late, so you'll be getting two episodes this week. Lucky you. <laughs> All right. Take care until next time.